the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. This is the theme song to uh, more hearings in Washington today about UFOs or UAPs. They used to say the UAP was uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. They changed it to uh, unidentified anomalous phenomena. A hearing was held today in Washington under oath about whether or not the United States government is hiding the fact that aliens crashed into the United States decades ago. And that we have them, that we have the ships and we have their bodies and we have all of that. What would you say the testimony was under oath? And what on earth do we do about it? Under oath, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some of this. And I got this question for you. What do you think? Is this guy nuts? Is there an alternate, you know, uh, explanation for what's going on here? This is this is for real. It's bipartisan, so it's not one party crazy and another one not. It's it's real deal. So this is questioning of David Grush, who served for 14 years as an intelligence officer in the Air Force and the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Uh, he appeared before the House Oversight Committee and the National Security Subcommittee alongside two former fighter pilots who had firsthand experience with these uh, unidentified um, anomalous phenomena or UFOs. This is Nancy, Congresswoman Nancy Mace questioning him. You say that the government is in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Do you believe, this is a real question, okay, given to a guy who's under oath, all right, under oath. He put his hand up and said, I swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, in front of our Congress. And she's asking, has our government made contact with extraterrestrials? <laughs> this is not April Fool's Day. One day, I promise you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a great April Fool's Day show. I figure I need to be in this role for a little while longer before I do that. But uh, that's not what this is. You say that the government is in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. He can't discuss it in a public setting. Okay. I mean, what in the world? That's so. <laughs> under oath, do you believe? And I'm going to ask you: Do you believe that the extraterrestrials have visited us? Eight 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 five two eight. Two five five seven, and what do you believe it is that people are seeing? So, over the last couple of years, the government has come out with fighter pilots, people who are in the Air Force, with legitimate cases of what they call unidentified uh, anomalous phenomena. They used to be unidentified uh, aerial phenomena. Basically, these these 
crafts that they say are flying around in the atmosphere that do all kinds of things that go against the physics of how we would operate anything in the sky. That's what is being testified to. Now, I think, I tend to think this is, there's another government, there's there's China or there's Russia, maybe Japan, you know, who, and maybe it's us who have developed some kind of new drone technology, and that's what's being seen out there. Uh, but this guy is claiming that it's uh, space aliens. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? Do we have the bodies of the pilots? Okay, this guy's under oath. All right, he's under do we have the bodies of the pilots of these uh, unidentified aerial phenomena? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Non-human. So this – now, I want to <laughs> – this is under oath, right? This is Congress. This is under oath. Now, you go to prison if you are lying, right? Or you should. You know, it depends on you know, what your politics are, maybe. But you are in a lot of trouble if you go to a congressional national security hearing and you tell a fib and you deliberately lie. This guy is saying, this guy is saying that we have the body of non-human biologics and he's claiming it's aliens, and he's saying this uh, under oath. It was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. See, and he says it's a bunch of people are saying this. That's what he is saying. Uh, what do you think about this? 888-528-2557. I don't really want to turn this into, you know, George Norrie's late night program, as fun as that is. Uh, it makes a lot more sense at three in the morning and, you know, not three in the afternoon. But this is extraordinary. This is extraordinary testimony. He goes on. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. A skiff. Now, we've been hearing this word, you know, thanks to all of the uh, former politicians having classified documents everywhere. A skiff is a, a – it can be a box or it can be a building – I guess, where you can go in and view classified documents, but you really can't take them out or you're not supposed to take them out. Or you're supposed to put them back if you take them out. And for Congress and the Intelligence Committee, they will go into this room where everything's locked up and you can view these documents inside the skiff to keep them private, but you're not allowed to take them. And he's saying that there are photographs and there is the evidence that he's talking about. He would have to show them inside a skiff. He is under oath. Can I... Uh, can I Get that out there. He's under oath. 888-528-2557. Pastor Scott Show. We're talking about actual under oath testimony in Washington, D.C., where a whistleblower, David Grush, is saying that uh, we've got space alien crafts and their bodies. And uh, that's that's it. That's what it is. 888-528-2557. Billy and Covina. What do you think about this, Billy? Hey, how you doing? Well, you know what? I'm 60 years old right now, and when I was 16 years old, I was working at a summer camp, well, an all-year-round camp up in Big Bear, and in the wintertime, my friend and I saw this thing. It was just above the trees. It was not a blimp. It was nothing I've ever seen. 
I couldn't really describe it, but I described it as best I could. We called Norton Air Force Base. We couldn't get through. Okay, fast forward now to a couple of years ago. I'm watching the Space Alien whatever network thing on TV, and there it was. Somebody else described it to an artist that was able to depict it in pencil, and there was the UFO that I saw. So in my belief, I believe that there's something out there, whether they're demons trying to uh, uh, deceive us and make us go in different directions. Could be that. Could be aliens. But to me, as far as the, uh, the whole UFO thing goes, I don't think intelligence goes with our government because if they would have just been truthful in the beginning when uh, the, the Roswell thing happened, when all this stuff started, if they would have been truthful with the people and let us know, then they wouldn't have to worry about the inevitable now that if people so, found out the truth, they'd go crazy. So you're sold yeah, on the whole Roswell thing. You think this has been a cover-up for all these years. You're with this guy. You think this guy is telling the truth. Definitely. Okay, don't you after think what I after do, what yeah. I saw physically after what I witnessed personally? Yes, I definitely believe that. Do you think it I could have been a you know another you know man made vehicle that's just top secret? Well, I don't know. It, I mean, it could be. Could be. Okay. I mean, who knows? All right. All, right. Know, who, All right. Who knows? But the the thing is that they're keeping something from us, and I don't think that's fair as a as a United States citizen as an, and as former Marine. I don't think it's fair that the government holds back um, things that are, are, are crucial to our understanding and our survival. All right. I think that's a good point. That's the point. Thank you, Billy. That's the point that this guy is making is that, hey, everybody ought to know about this. I suppose if it's for real, right, uh, we should have known. Why would they not tell us? Well, there's probably reasons. I mean, uh, you know, we freak out over the smallest thing. Imagine if... Uh, uh, if that were true, 888-528-2557. We're talking about real under oath testimony that happened in front of uh, Congress today um, where a person stated that the uh, federal government has UFOs, actual space alien tech, he says, and we have the bodies. Uh, here's some more questioning from Nancy Mace. Okay. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have. But now, the skiff once again is where you go to view classified documents that you can't do in a public hearing. Who in the government, either what agency, sub agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these? Questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there. I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super. Thank you. And He's under that. oath. He's under oath. And he just said, you know, so often in government hearings, the answers that are given are more like, I could probably get that for you. I'll have to go back to my office and uh, maybe I can. But they never do it, right? It never happens and they never commit to anything. This guy says, oh, yeah, I can do that as soon as we're done here. We can go get it right now. I'll give you a list of people. Some of them are cooperative. Some of them are, are going to be hostile to you. But I'll tell you who you can go ask. And uh, you can find out how do we pay for this stuff. You know, I mean, where, how in the world do we pay for this, uh, this secret stuff anyway? Well, you don't actually think they spend $20,000 on a hammer. $30,000 on a toilet seat, Louis. We are living in the strangest time. 888-528-2557. What do you think? Is it space aliens or is it human technology that's being detected that 
we either don't know about or we do, but we're just covering it up. 888-528-2557. Jamie in Spring Valley, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you, Pastor Scott, for taking my call. I actually had an experience in my youth um, that I believe I did see a UFO with two other people in my life, and that was about 45 years ago, and we all still agree what we saw was what we saw. But my question today for you as a pastor is I've often wondered, could UFOs and aliens possibly be part of the one-third of the demons that fell with Satan? All right. Well, I appreciate that. You know, people do ask the spiritual questions, you know, and uh, Jamie, I appreciate that very much. Uh, You know, whenever the subject comes up, you know, the question is, does this change your mind about faith? I mean, there are people out there who are taking this idea that there might be space aliens and saying, well, that means Christianity is not true, which I don't think it means that at all. I think it means that the Bible didn't tell us about it, but the Bible doesn't say there are no space aliens. In fact, the Bible tells us that God certainly created angels and he created other beings, other spiritual beings, you know, that God has done other creative things that we don't know all about. And, you know, don't don't add things that it doesn't say. That doesn't mean there are. And just so you know, I, I don't think so. I don't think there's aliens, at least not aliens coming to Earth. Uh, that's my opinion. But, uh, you know, like uh, this caller, Jamie, she's had this experience. Other people have said things. And this guy is testifying under oath that there are. So uh, spiritually, people say that maybe it's demons. I don't think it's demons either, because I don't know that demons need to build spaceships. I, I don't know that they have the ability to do that. I guess I don't know either way, but I don't I don't have any evidence that spiritual beings can build physical flying spaceships. Uh, I don't think that they they need to. I think that what they want to do is draw you away from Jesus Christ. And maybe if they're making the spaceships, maybe you should, uh, you know, uh, maybe in your fear you would turn to Jesus Christ. Maybe it would have the opposite effect, you know. Uh, so my my own opinion is that the demons are, which I do believe in, and I do believe in this the the uh, what's going that there are things going on spiritually. I also believe you got to be careful because the Bible it doesn't tell us specifically what they're doing. It says you should be aware of it and you should put on the armor of God. You should be aware that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against these principles and the powers and all of that. It is uh, so we have to acknowledge that's happening. I think that what they're trying to do is convince you that there's no Christ and convince you to destroy yourself through uh, immoral actions or to live lies that ultimately reality hits you. I think that there's a lot of that going on. And I think sometimes, you know, we got to be careful about ascribing things to to demons that uh, we don't know that they're doing or, you know, why would they do that? There was a, there was a whole group of people who tried to climb out uh, uh, Everest one time because they believed that there was a demon up there causing trouble for the world, and if they would just go up there and pray down the demon, then uh, the world would get better. And uh, I don't buy that at all. I think a demon might have told them go up there and do that, but there was no actual demon up there. I, I, so I would just be really careful with that kind of uh, thing, and at the same time, whatever is true, you know, I might be wrong if I'm wrong, but whatever is true, we're not called to figure out what they're doing. We're called to focus on Christ anyway. We are called as believers to point people to Jesus Christ. And if God has created other beings somewhere, okay, he's created the universe, he can do that. And, you know, if 
you know, whatever is happening to tempt us, whatever is happening to pull our 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 mind and our life away from the Lord, you know, our job is to fight that, to pray, to put on the full armor of God, which begins with the belt of truth. And often part of truthfulness is sometimes we don't know. Sometimes the truthful answer is, I don't know. And it's a very comfortable answer if you don't really know. It's fine. You don't need to know. What you need to know is Jesus died for you, that the Holy Spirit is with you, and that you don't have to fear uh, this. What's going on? All right, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557, uh, Pastor Scott Show. Washington, D.C. is all abuzz today for many reasons, but one of them is because testimony was given saying that there are UFOs, that there is a whistleblower, says David Grush, says that there are UFOs, there are even bodies of, he calls them non-human biologics. Now, there's another way to put this, because I think that these pilots and the things that some people are seeing, maybe not what you're describing in some of your callers, but the Air Force pilots who are on the record seeing these things, I think that they're, my personal view is that they're human-made, and they're not telling us because it would be very scary if China or Russia or you know has this technology and we don't know what to do with it. Or maybe we have that technology and we want to play dumb so the rest of the world doesn't know that we know. But let's say this exists, that there's some technological breakthrough in these drones, for lack of a better term, are flying around. I could imagine that there's non-human biologics in there that they'll put a monkey in there, that they'll put an animal in there to see what it does, you know. And so non-human doesn't mean alien. It could mean monkey. It could mean, you know, a dog. It could mean a chicken. You know, we sent, the United States sent a monkey into space before we sent a human being. So it's not even unprecedented that that would happen. You see, you got to be careful, you know, when he says, uh, when he says that, you know, uh, 888-528-2557. Let's go to uh, Maria in Pasadena. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Hi, Maria. Yes, I totally agree with you, and I don't believe that um, those are um, human and Mm. You you don't believe they're human, or you think that what they're finding are, are human, these unidentified craft? Are they built by humans somewhere, and it's just top-secret stuff, or is it space aliens? Mm, no, they're not space aliens. They're just uh, doing lots of uh, um, testing or whatever, but uh, yeah, I totally agree with you, Pastor Scott, uh, that... Uh, they're just uh, probably from China or uh, um, U.S. that are making something. I don't know. What we don't really doing, know. But that would be my, guess, my, my best guess. But uh, thank you, Maria, for your call. There's somebody, you know, in, in Washington, though, who says it's something else, that it's not human-made. Uh, David Grush testified under oath about this, 888-528-2557. They asked John Kirby about this. Uh, John Kirby is with the National Security Council. He's their spokesperson for national security. Uh, Mr. Kirby, uh, what do you think? Are there space aliens, are these alien spacecraft that the government has? And uh, this was his answer. Does the United States believe that there may be life outside of Earth? I don't have uh, a position on that one way or the other. You don't have a position one way or the other? You're the... You know, what do you mean? You're not going to commit one way or the other? That's your answer? In in all of this, the national security guy, he's like, oh, I'm not going to say one way or the other. 
It's astonishing. You know, what do we believe about this? Does it does it challenge your faith? Does it confirm something? Does it worry you? Does it, you know, what? <laughs> this this topic just doesn't go away, right? It comes up for a while and it goes away, but now we got we got testimony. 888-528-2557. Alex in LA. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Go ahead, Alex. Hi, Pastor. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank How you are you? What do you think about show. this UFO stuff? So, uh, it, this is my personal opinion. I've I've worked uh, for the federal government in the past as a U.S. Marine, and I currently work for the government still uh, as a civilian. And one thing that I can tell you as a Christian, in my opinion, I believe that the U.S. government plus other world governments may be preparing for the rapture. Personally, I believe that with with this type of story, they can then say once the rapture happens that aliens took all these people so, and they'll have something to believe in. You think our government, though, is, is plotting with that? That uh, I can certainly imagine that that might be something people would say at the time. So you you would say it's a it's a plot. I would say yes. Wow. That's okay. Correct. Of course, it's my it's my opinion. Sure. Um, and uh, you know, as a believer, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to to have something in place so that those who remain behind will believe their story of aliens and abduction. You know, and something like going that. on. Okay, Alex, I got to go to a break. I appreciate that. You know, I'll tell you what. Whenever I do like a Q and A somewhere, sometimes I like to just. I'll just sit in a chair and people can ask questions. This subject, aliens, it always comes up. Somebody, for years this has happened. Somebody asks a question, you know, about this. And uh, here we got testimony in uh, in Washington. We'll continue talking about this when we come back. What do you think about this? Are there space aliens or not? What does it mean for your faith? Does it mean anything one way or the other? How do we be careful to not get deceived by whatever is uh, being said or done about this? The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Uh, Elizabeth and James and Philip and others, I'll get to your call as the Wednesday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. <laughs> if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. That is David Grush testifying under oath before Congress, uh, saying that the United States government is hiding the fact that we have alien spacecraft and there are biologics on there, he says, non-humans. I am of the opinion that if we've got anything like that, it's probably... uh, you know, an animal that some country or us sent up in an experimental craft. But many people think it's uh, UFOs, that actual aliens are uh, are visiting. And uh, that is certainly the direction that that guy is going uh, toward under oath. 888-528-2557. What do you think about that? 888-528-2557. Elizabeth and Carlsbad, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. 
Hi, how are you today? I'm good, Elizabeth. What do you think about this? Well, I wanted your opinion on um, Chuck Misslers, who was uh, worked with government agencies pretty high up in NASA. He said this was going to come about. They were going to try and say they were aliens, but he believed they were the return of the Nephilim. And I wonder how that, you know, if they didn't get destroyed in the flood, um, where would they have gone? Or what do you think about that? Uh, you know, the thing is, is that we don't even know, we don't even agree on what the Nephilim are. And you're referring to uh, a, a group of, of people or beings that's referred to, I think, once in Genesis. Um, mm-hmm. We don't even, number one, agree with, you know, with the Christian scholars, don't agree with what that even is talking about specifically. Um, and, you know, there's nothing in the Bible that talks about other kinds of beings. I could go for the idea that that maybe aliens, if people, when people say they're having an alien encounter, you know, that mm-hmm. maybe they, maybe that's a demon. Like, I don't think aliens are demons like they're building spaceships, right? But yeah. I think people might have encounters, you know, that uh, you might describe as that. Um, but I, I wouldn't give a lot of credence to notions that there's just no point to really, you know. And I think one of the things that we have to be careful of when we're talking about end time stuff is that Jesus, when he talks about it, the first thing he tells us is don't be deceived. There's going to be all kinds of yeah. distractions and other stuff. And, you know, in the book of Revelation, one of the things I think is profound is that the first couple of chapters, Jesus, you know, Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ, right? It's Jesus telling John, hey, this is what's up. But he spends the first couple of chapters reminding the church to not worry about the stuff that's coming later, to focus on being the church now. And he gives all this stuff about you know, hey, churches, uh, you're doing well at this, but you need to do better at this, or you're you're not doing well at this. This needs to improve. I'm mad about this. I'm happy about this. And it reminds us that our job is to make disciples now and to not, not be terribly concerned about the details of the end. And I think that's also why we have prophetic language that I think at the time it will become very clear what all that imagery means. And some of it, we can be pretty certain about it because we we have Old Testament prophecies that have come true, and we can, you know, speculate that the New Testament version is going to be similar. But, uh, you know, I would just not spend a lot of time worried about the Nephilim or other things that we really aren't going to know anything about. And if something happens, it happens. Does that I'm make sense? I'm not really worried about it. I believe we're going to be raptured out before this. You know, if that happens, you don't have to worry about it, I guess, right? All right, uh, Elizabeth, thanks for your call. 888-528-2557. James in Hawaiian Gardens, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor. How are you doing? I'm good, James. What do you think about all this? Um, I just have some thoughts. It's just that, I guess, you know, I think that all this UFOs, that all these sightings that we see now, I mean, it's more, it's more like, you you see it more now often than before, so I just think that um, like even back with history too, like with the Egyptians and the Mayans and Aztecs, like they, they have like the carvings and the printing of the walls. Like it, it always made me wonder. Like they have like a little oval, like a little circle, like pointing in the sky. Like I mean, I don't know if there is, you know, a life somewhere else. You know, they say that Mars has water, that there might be a divers might be living out there. But um, you know, as far as uh, like you said a little while ago, like, you know, about you know, we shouldn't be worried about the rapture and all that. But I, I do know is that, that since all these UFOs are starting to show now more, is that I think people later on will say that 
if when you know when God does come back and takes us, um, you know they'll probably probably blame it on the on the UFOs and probably said that the aliens took everybody in. You know, I think that back. I do think, and James, I appreciate your call. I do tend to think that people are going to find reasons to blame the aliens for things, or even claim that aliens are the creators of Earth. Right? That's the claim in. Uh, uh, whatever those the aliens movies prequel was right uh, i forget what that movie's called what's that what's the one called that was the prequel remember uh I'm not like endorsing this movie prometheus right the whole idea is that actually we're created by aliens and i kind of think that's a deception that maybe is coming like somebody was asking about the demonic thing the deception that god didn't create us but aliens of some other place created us um i think that you know People, if you want to reject God and if you want to reject what we learn about ourselves in the Bible and who we are, what's necessary for salvation and following Jesus Christ, if you're going to reject all of that, you're going to come up with something. Uh, you got to come up with some origin story for why we're here. You know, science isn't really going to give you origins. You know, science can give you the Big Bang, but it doesn't tell you how the energy caused that or what was around before that. It can't. You know, uh, you can't. So you, there's either God, which is where most human beings land, and there's creation stories, or there's aliens, but you still have to have a creation story at some point. Um, I like the idea, obviously, that God created us just like the Bible said. That's what I believe. 888-528-2557. Philip in Riverside, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello? Hi, Philip. Go ahead. Hey. Hey, hey, I was just thinking about what you guys were saying, but I know in the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter, it says in the last days it's going to be false teaching and false preaching, mm -hmm. okay? And if a man controls your mind, he controls everything in your household, Yeah. okay? Now, if you go to the book of Proverbs, it tells you to get wisdom, get an understanding, forget it not. You're supposed to study to show yourself approval rightly divide the word of truth. Now, all the times when I was a kid and you see all the movies of Aliens and Dracula and all that, ain't ran into none of that. And, and you you what? I didn't understand the last part you said. I, 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 I haven't ran into any aliens, no, any monsters or none of those things that we see, see on TV. Right. There's, there's so, no monsters out there. That's what we tell our right. kids and we mean it. Right. So yeah. I think a lot of this stuff is a bluff. The, the government can shoot up anything up in the sky to make it look good, and if a person don't have understanding, then, you know, they can be actually lost and mixed up in a lot of different things. Yeah, I tend to think that, you know, my opinion I shared earlier, and Philip, I appreciate that, is that, number one, Philip's right, that we're supposed to get into the Word and really talk about what Jesus says. Um, I grew up in Palmdale, and I grew up... Uh, pretty close to Plant 42, where they assembled the space shuttle and they assembled the stealth bomber and stuff. And we'd walk our dogs out in the desert uh, at night, and there were some funky things flying around, I'll tell you that, especially when there was no moon. And uh, we had people in our church who worked there. And I had this toy, I was, I don't know how old I was, I was 12 maybe, and I think it belonged to the church, but it said stealth bomber, and it was this aircraft, it looked more like a traditional aircraft, you know, like an F-16, except it was bulked out, it was a little different looking, but it, it was that shape, right, a traditional fighter jet, and it said stealth bomber on it, and this guy named Paul, who worked on the stealth bomber for real, he took me inside the, the sound room at our church, and he said, that's not the stealth bomber. He said, let me draw it for you. And he takes a white piece of paper and he just draws it. And he draws the winged thing that we now know is the B-2 stealth bomber. And he drew it exactly as it is. It was it. 
And I said, Paul, are you supposed to be drawing this for me? He said, ah, it doesn't matter. They're going to roll it out here in a couple of weeks. Now, I think he was breaking all kinds of laws. And uh, he, but the thing is, is he was right. They did roll it out in a couple of weeks, and that was exactly what he drew for me. And I think if you saw that thing flying around at night and didn't know what it was, uh, it would be weird. My dad and I saw this thing flying around with a weird light on the front of it. And it was low enough that we could tell it had wings, right? But otherwise, I think all you would see is the light. And, you know, I think that's the government. I never saw that thing in daylight. Whatever it was, it just I never saw it. Um, and I, I do tend to think that that is probably what we're looking at. And our government is either covering it up because it is us or we're covering it up because we don't know what it is. And it's Chinese or Russian or maybe somebody else. And you have to realize that would be it would be pretty frightening to acknowledge this technology that we do not understand and that we can't replicate as a country today, considering everything that we're you know, facing with potential war, right? It'll be much better if one day a president comes out and acknowledges what these things are and then says, well, and by the way, we invented it, or by the way, uh, we have also replicated it. That'll make us feel better, right? Uh, and if we don't have the we can replicate it answer, then it's probably better that people think it's aliens or they don't know what it is. That, that's my thinking on it, but I know not everybody agrees. Uh, certainly this guy testifying in Washington doesn't agree. 888-528-2557. Raymond in Hollywood, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor Scott. Hi. I'm uh, going to share an experience that I had on May 7, 2004. All right, real quick here. we got to go to uh, break. Okay, I had, a, I had an object appear in the sky. It looked like a curtain hanging there. And I was just overwhelmed by what I was looking at. And after a moment, I realized it wasn't a curtain. In fact, this experience was so real. The right bottom of this, uh, what I perceived to be a curtain, was actually moving, waving just ever so slightly. Was this at night or during the day? In the wind. During the day, it was about like maybe 3.30 in the afternoon, something like that. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I realized that I wasn't looking at a curtain hanging in the sky. I was looking at a scroll. I couldn't read it. I, you know, I had no idea. This was like to me like Nebuchadnezzar's vision. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you couldn't, couldn't read it. Nothing. I mean, I, I was like, like why? You know, I didn't ask myself that question at the time. But then all of a sudden, this scroll took off across the sky and disappeared. Mm. And two objects came out of the sky where this object had disappeared. And I saw a wheel in a wheel, two of them. And then they turned like flat. They were like, it was like looking at something in a face, a wheel in a wheel. And then they turned like flat, where it appeared like to have a dome on top inside of a disc. Mm. All Uh, right. I got to go to a break, Raymond. But, you know, lots of people have seen stuff. And, uh, you know, they do you you think it's aliens or something else? I believe it's out of Ezekiel, the second chapter of Ezekiel. Do you think it was more of a vision? Uh, And... It was, I couldn't read it at the time. The paper, newspaper. So you thought it was a vision. I got to go to break. I'm late on the break, Raymond. But you think it's a vision, not a not a spacecraft. Uh, I, okay, can I hang on? Or both. No, I got to go. I got a bunch of calls here. But I just real quick, vision, spacecraft, or both? Vision. Uh, a, a vision. Okay, a vision. All right. Thank you, Raymond. I got to go to break. Pastor Scott Show, number is 888-528-2557. Chris, Brian, Craig, I'll get your calls when we come back. Uh, and others. Pastor Scott, she'll be right back. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. 
None of you did anything to prevent this. There's nothing we could do. We were totally unprepared for this. Ah! Don't give me unprepared. Come on, Julius. It was what, in the 1950s or whatever, you, you had that uh, spaceship? Dad. No, Dad. Yeah, that thing that you found in New Mexico. Dad. What was that? Not, not, not the spaceship. Was that Roswell? Roswell, New Mexico, yeah. No, you had the spaceship and you had the bodies. They were all locked up in a, in a bunker. <laughs> Where was that? David. I don't know. Area 51, right? Area 51. You knew then. And you did nothing. Sir. Regardless of what you may have read in the tabloids, there have never been any spacecraft recovered by our government. Take my word for it. There's no Area 51. <laughs> There's no recovered spaceship. Oh, excuse me, Mr. President. That's not entirely accurate. That was a clip from Independence Day. That's one of my favorite clips in that movie because how they tied in all the alien conspiracy theories. If you haven't seen that movie, Aliens Invade the Earth, my favorite part of that movie is that they didn't make the aliens some kind of superior moral being. They were just bad and here to kill us. I was I was real happy with that. I'm tired of the you know alien movies where they're like some superior being and we're getting wiped out because we're bad people or whatever. Now. They were just people here to kill us and have a war, and that was it. And, you know, they said, what do you want us to do? And they said, die. Oh, this was a good movie. You know, let's just let's deal with it. All right. Aliens uh, is the subject. Uh, testimony in Washington today said that there are alien spacecraft. Uh, the government has uh, been asking, what do you think about that? How does it affect your faith? 888-528-2557. Chris and Whittier, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott. Hi, Chris. Well, I think the government is very concerned to make sure they preserve the transitioning to transgender rights of these new aliens if they are discovered. <laughs> Maybe we can become trans aliens now, right? As I yeah. identify Maybe as a person from another planet, and I'll have certain rights. Yeah, but you know what I'm amazed by is, you know, faith is a very valuable thing. God gave us faith. Some people apparently have a lot of it. Some people currently have less of it, so it's a quantifiable type of thing. But the thing you invest your faith into jumps to life, even if only temporarily. It's like putting an electric... And when you get a, some kind of a narrative like this, it's amazing how people are willing to invest faith to make those things come to life. And as opposed to investing their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, to let that become a source of life for themselves. Mm. Well, like the faith is true. The faith is will connect you to something that's true or false. And there are a lot of people that are willing to invest their faith into something that ultimately would be false. Yeah, why do you and think that I'm, is? Why do you think it's easy to invest our faith in things that are, you know, it may be in some cases very unprovable and not very investigative? you know, not something you can investigate very easily. Well, it, to me, it's the alternative to actually believing that what God said was true. If you look at the, how the whole science world, the secular science world, they cannot understand or put their faith in the fact that God created all things and that the world works the way God described. And so they create these narratives. If it wasn't God, then it had to be this. And then they invest their faith in it, and it becomes a monolith as tall as any religious model. Mm. But in, yeah. in the end, these ideas are held as points of, of faith, not really even so much fact. 
That's right. And now we're you know we're living in a world now where the narrative is just all over. We've been watching movies and reading stories that have been predicting this, and people have just been waiting for any reason to say, "I knew it." I knew it all along. It's an interesting and, thing. I, I want to. I'm glad your call's waiting. I want to go on to him. Thank you, Chris, for calling. Yeah. But you know that is an interesting thing. Is you're going to put your faith somewhere, and I know there's a lot of scientists listening. You put your faith in Christ, and you know that very much. But if you don't, you're going to have to put it somewhere. You're going to have to think of some way that we got here, right? Aliens is one of those things. I think that's growing, and uh, maybe a story like this is popular because it it feeds that. I don't, you know. Anyway, I want to get your calls here. Brian uh, in Torrance, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Uh, thanks, Pastor. Uh, two points real quick. I'll be quick. Uh, the first one is in uh, 1947, July of 1947, the Air Force came out with an article that said, we found a flying saucer the next day. They retracted it and saw, said it was a weather balloon. All right. That's part of the story um, that people have uh, wondered about all that time. Right. And but it's interesting that in that 60 years or so, our technology has improved exponentially. Um, so I find that an interesting fact. Oh, so Secondly, you think that maybe we're we're growing in technology because we learned something from the alien craft? Uh, correct. OK. But as a Christian, that, that's a hard pill to swallow as a Christian. Uh, the second point being that if you have now, I believe. 100% that God is super creative. Our, my ways aren't his ways, and, and Earth, we're, and now they're coming out with, there's trillions of galaxies. The Earth, in fact, might now be 23 billion years old. Yeah, we get billions of years older all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but where does, then I think everybody, well, I think early in the 60s or something, Orson Welles came out on a radio. Right, uh, the War of the Worlds, and people thought we were really getting invaded by aliens, and it was just a radio show. Right, so there was mass hysteria. So yeah. uh, I we're ready to believe people... anything, uh, Brian. On that, so you think uh, the story is real or potentially real about the aliens? I I do because I think God is pretty creative, and the universe is pretty vast. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I got. However, I want to go to. I've got a lot of people waiting, and I appreciate that. Uh, you know, Billy Graham thought there might be life on other planets. So did C.S. Lewis. He wrote a whole uh, space trilogy with that uh, notion. Uh, the Bible doesn't say that God didn't do that. Um, it just doesn't say one way or the other. So he's creative and other stuff. I wonder, you know, maybe Jesus is coming soon. It sure seems like it, but maybe we're going to have great revival. Or maybe God wants us to be here for a couple thousand more years, and we're going to be Star Trek and going all over the place. I don't know. Um, 888-528-2557, Craig in L.A. I just wanted to say that I believe God created everything, and if he wanted to create aliens, he certainly could have. Although I have a neighbor that I lived next to in 1972, 73, and I know the guy his whole life, devout Catholic. He ended up working for Area 51, and one day while he was crawling through some conduit chaseway, he came across a hangar and looked down in from the grating, and he could see an alien spaceship in this container. He came back he, uh, in, this, in this hangar. He came back totally convinced that aliens are completely real. You know, do you uh, think when somebody there, sees that, that they think alien, or could it be man-made? And that's what we're doing out there. I, I, have, to that, I have to think that, that... Well, I think I lost you, Craig. ...what your your experience would be so far. And I think that was his experience. That now, was his experience. If been, something had been created, then it would have to been created, as the previous caller said, from other technology and stuff. But in that time frame, I don't think so. Uh, you have all these different people that have worked out there that have 
come forward and said, yeah, we got alien technology. In the 1400s, there's yep. a newspaper article in one of the eastern European country, uh, Prague or someplace over there, where people actually saw this alien spacecraft come out of the sky that drew pictures of it. So it's something that's happened for, you know, thousands of years. People have thought that ago. for a long time. All right, Craig, I got to I gotta go. Uh, Ronald, I got just a few seconds. Last call. Ronald? Yes. Hello, go, Pastor Go Scott. ahead. Last call. Just a few seconds. Okay, I am a contactee. And if you read the book, book of Ezekiel, it clearly, clearly, clearly uh, describes an uh, alien vehicle. Uh, Bob Lazar uh, has been a whistleblower, and there is there's... Five possible things: either it's extraterrestrial, it's demonic, it's angelic, it's uh, 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 reverse engineering, or it's nothing at all. And I've seen pictures, and, and I've gone to Alien Con, and they've shown uh, photographs of, of vehicles that are uh, uh, ten ten miles but, in but diameter. But how do you know? How do you know all that's real? We're actually out of time, and I can't get into it. But you know, that'd be. I appreciate your call on that. You people have a lot of stories, you know. I would just say spiritually and, uh, you know, the idea of spaceships and Ezekiel and stuff, you know, I don't know that, that people can really say what some of those prophetic things are going to be or how they play out. You can once the history plays out. You know, I think people have different ideas, you know, about the end times and the final battle and whether it's mechanics or whether it's demonic creatures. He's saying you're going to discover that or people who are here are going to discover that at some point. In the meantime, my friends, all of this stuff, it's so interesting. And maybe you talk about this with your friends and stuff. I think it's fascinating conversation. It lights up our board every time it comes up. But keep in mind this, that our faith is in Jesus Christ. And the Bible doesn't really tell us about these things. It just tells us to put on the full armor of God and recognize that there are spiritual forces out there that want to do evil. It doesn't describe what exactly specifically they're doing other than trying to deceive you really. And don't be deceived. Be in your word and trust the Lord for what we can do with what we got. We're out of time. Great calls, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow from 3 to 5 on the Pastor Scott Show. You can get the podcast at kkla.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we'll see you then. Buzz looking alien! Where? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.